We're only gonna get two of us in frame. Okay. That's okay. And he can't even see Micah, so... I'm just... He's so discreet. I am the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, go ahead and intro us. Uh, let's wait until I get out of the parking lot. <laughs> pretty hard the last few days that would have been your good chance to let me pretend to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the Batman the point where like Batman gets shot and we were like whoa 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 yeah he got shot multiple times or no not not got shot he like pretty much shot someone oh yeah yeah he <laughs> didn't because the he other guy had the gun, but he kind of like he at him. he kind of like shot him in the leg. <laughs> but or like it was so dark that it's like, was that a non-lethal shot? I'm, I don't know, but that and one. Then, and then he was hanging from like his, um, like whatever it was like a shirt, like his his rope or that was attached. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, go ahead. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Apathetic Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Reeves, with my co-host, Carlos Diavorado. We have a special guest today, Kyler King. Shaka Brash. <laughs> they were, uh, well, we just watched The Batman. That's why it's mm-hmm. dark out. Yeah. We watched it in theaters. And now, Micah, there's a, you can try and hit the light above your head. Nah, I, I like being in darkness. <laughs> so After watching this movie, the food, the food that we're going to get today is Jimmy John's. I don't know how nationwide Jimmy John's is, but I know it's like Pacific Northwest-ish. It started in Illinois, I believe. Maybe it's farther spread than I thought. Oh, dude, there's one car in the line, and it's at the pickup window. Nice. Let's go! It's a freeway oh. stop. <laughs> that kind of confused me for a second. I've actually never been through this area. Jimmy John's! Okay, Carlos, was this new Batman movie better than Arnold's Batman? Oh, yeah. It, we're, that, we're at the drive. It's not that hard to make. I, any of our movies that we made on YouTube is better than that movie. Um, Jimmy John's. Hello? Where can I get? Can I get a 15 with. Mayo and the salami and cap- capicola. Okay. What else? Uh, it's okay. 14 regular. One 14 regular? I'll get the same. You get the one? I'll get the same. Um, make that two 14 regulars. And could like we get a combo with all of those? Would you like cheese on those? Yes, please. <laughs> I 
Okay, we're gonna chip two ones. Those two sandwiches. Oh, you wanna sandwich combo for all three sandwiches? Combo for all three, please. Okay, what kind of chips? Was it three? No, yeah, two barbecue. Yes, sir. Two barbecue and one jalapeno. Three sprites. Yep. Is seven okay? Uh, three chocolate chip cookies, please. Seven up is not okay. Seven up is garbage. That'll be all. Thank you. Yeah. So before we went over to watch the movie, like Kyler and I just went over to Micah's new place to help unpack his heavy chair. Address is redacted. Yes. I do. We will not. See, it's like there's a light behind you. If you yeah. hit it, it might it's like... It's right up there. It's fine. It's fine. No, because if it's behind you, it might just make you a dark silhouette. Just hit it while we're in the drive. Yeah, if you like... No, it looks terrible. If you like sit a little taller... Kick it off. Wait, no. No, it's terrible. Try sitting a little taller. That's got awful. I don't like that. <laughs> the lighting is so bad. Here it's not bad because you can actually kind of see Micah's face. Mm -hmm. That is subject to change. I am the so. mystery man. <laughs> Out of frame. Nobody shall see his face. You should just garble every one of my voice lines in the podcast. Oh, okay. Like so witness we gonna, protection. That's when we get our sandwiches. We're going to jump You got to blur, blur that out. Yeah, we'll go back to the apartment. Yeah. I think Caleb oh, yeah. and Lesnar are probably there. No, I think I thought they I were going. I have no oh, idea. No, they're going to the yeah, 7:40. Oh yeah, they were going to so watch the Batman what time too. Is it? It's 7:05 right now. Yeah, so the movies. Well, they're watching useless movie trailers right now. It's not I want to talk That's about the movie, fun. but I don't want to. Shoot, can That's we like spoil fun. it? Or? Yeah, we'll we'll put a spoiler. Yeah, we can put a spoiler, spoiler warning on the. Video. On the video. Yeah. Okay. So if there are, 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 are any spoilers, then it doesn't matter. Okay. Where is your clock? Do you have clock? It's, it's a Here. setting. I don't have it. Let's see. It is ah. 7.05. Damn it. Carlos, you like tilted your phone at just the right angle so that that street light out there bounced off your phone screen and into my eyes. Oh, I can see it. Oh, like it. oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's right there. Look at it. It's, it's, a, it's in my face. Look up. Look up. There it is. Just angle it like. No, don't don't point it at the camera. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> mm, not quite. You've, you've pulled it out of the light of the window. It's got to be like over here. You'd be bad if we were spreading you <laughs> signal of flame. <laughs> like in the shade. Okay, okay, so it's right here, and then maybe lower it down a little bit. And you can see it. You can kind of see it. They're like making the camera focus go all wonky stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's Kyler's camera. No, I never use it. <laughs> like ever. Did you get a new controller? Oh, for your Nintendo. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was months ago. I will. I want to start off with this. There was a baby in our movie theater. Oh. That it was a lot quieter than I was expecting it to be, at the very the least. Yeah. So well, there was no, this... No, like, I was expecting the baby to be, like, crying a lot more yeah, like, than it for, was. Like, 80% of the movie. It hit, like, two, two points, 
And I have to say, if I had a baby cry in any of them, for the most comedic value, those two points were the best. Because it was like the most suspenseful point of the movie and the height of the climax. So it was a... Yeah, there's it like... It started crying during the height of the climax, but during this, the most suspenseful part, it was just like... Ah! Yeah. <laughs> it was just some like, random the scene, noise. The scene was like intense music building up, you know, Riddler's revealing his plan there's and like everything. The and then it cuts, and then all you hear is... Yeah. <laughs> From the kid. Dude, we were, we were watching the. You uh, guys were so mad, and I was laughing my ass off we, in the I seat. Wasn't, well, I wasn't that mad at it. It was just kind of like. It was just me. Course, yeah, we were both like. Ah! Of course, there's a baby in the movie. Yeah, I, I just yeah, obviously. And also, any parent who brings a baby I don't into know a if movie you guys theater, noticed it as much, but the speakers. The on the speakers, right side the of the of the it was so crackly. Uh, I didn't notice. It was I I heard it during the um. Who's cars. buying? Am I buying? Oh, when he's like... Uh, I'll pay it back. Fancy. Saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Bifo. <laughs> this wallet's very nice. It's made of titanium. Made of titanium? Yep. Yes. That's the money. You're gonna make clip. an entire suit out of it? And test. Mike, why do you have to reference my watch? I forgot it. <laughs> I can't show it off. There's there's nothing here. Chips in your sandwiches. Carlos, I will hold the same. Micah, once again, you'll have to blur my face here. Oh, I have to blur it. Yeah, you can. Oh. I can hold mine. Oh. Thank you. I think you're sitting in front of them. <laughs> oh no, there are a couple. There's. Oh, let me pick up no, the strip. I don't. I don't. They're in the door. There are a couple holders in the doors. Just throw it down on the floor. It's fine. What, what do you got going on here, Carlos? I'm I dropped a couple. Of no. Wait, there's one more. One more. Come on. Uh, what? Oh. Did we get everything? Yeah. Because Carlos is messing with my... I got the straws. I got them. Yeah, but I gotta be there for the gear shifter. Okay. Alright, how do I get to the apartment from here? Uh, Let's take right. Take another right. Right there. Right there. Oh, God. Take another right. You know, I was texting my mom like right before the movie started, just telling her about the now baby you're like in the theater. framed in very intense lighting from the brake lights in front of us. Mm -hmm. And what? <laughs> and I told her that uh, some parents just suck, because <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If it's very inconsiderate for the parent to like for the baby and the audience, I'm stupid. <laughs> When the parent just I'm so stupid. And she thinks you were uh, you were talking about her when you said some parents are stupid. Uh, no, she said she told me that uh, if I when I ever have kids, uh, yeah, she'll yeah, babysit. Over, over the other lane and take a left. Yeah, she said that she'll babysit my future kids whenever I want to go see a movie. <laughs> I just had a minor panic attack because I didn't know where my phone was. It's 
Edward. Yeah. <laughs> it's the camera. Hopefully the microphone's good on it. I'm I was sure. gonna say, like, we should well, pause I mean, it and check. The, well, the microphone on I like the lighting here on Mike too. That kinda, that looks kind like, that looks very it's discreet. Bad, but it's good. It's, ba it's bad. It's bad. Slightly bad. There we go. <laughs> get, in, get in the left lane. I don't think that helped at all. Well, because now he's in front of the headlight, so it's not flaring out the camera. I like lens flares. They're nice. cool. All right, JJ Abrams. Oh. Oh. Second one tanked. The sec well, because he didn't direct that one. And then there the was a new director who was like, Ryan Johnson. everything that J.J. Abrams did sucks, so we're gonna undo that. Not everything he did sucks. It's just well, okay. yeah, but that was like they retconned a bunch of the stuff that J.J. had set up. So when J.J. got control oh, yeah, like of the third one, he was like, we're gonna reinstate it. And I mean, it's, it's very clear. It's so very clear. Good. Yeah, the Knights of Ren could have been so cool. It could have been like, you know how like cool all the Mandalorians are. That could have been the same the thing, but for the dark side users. And then they were just like, movie number eight. I mean, the Mandalorians aren't like one side or the other. They're just kind of an aggressive neutral third party. Yeah. Well, they're just, they kind of just want to be by themselves. Yeah, they don't, you know, they're you more of an, yes. yes. Yeah. Look, there's the sign. I think can't see anything out of this camera. It's flared out. Don't worry about it. It'll look fine. So what was... Well, let's talk about the scene that kind of like made all of us like laugh in, in, in the movie. The double barrel shotgun? Uh, okay, two, two scenes. So, okay. spoiler alert, kind of. So the, the first spoiler scene, alert's gonna be on the video. Okay, sorry. Okay, so the first scene... Batman like punches Gordon just to make himself more discreet. And then he like grapple hooks all the way to the top of the police station. Activates a wingsuit. Oh yes, now I know. And then he starts flying down and he sees an opportunity to land on this bus. But the bus was going right under a bridge, so when he activated his parachute, this guy is really the parachute this. caught the top of the bridge, and then as he's flying, he no, just he didn't. Goes, he he went up and caught the top of the no, bridge with was, his face. No, it was the parachute that caught it, and then he did like a little backflip, and then his face smashed into the yeah, <laughs> and then he the smashed into the road. Seriously, why is this guy so close to us? It's probably legend. Go faster. It's a police officer, and he's like beating you. <laughs> beating me through a parking lot? Oh, yeah. You can't park there in reserved parking I know, I'm going Only over here. Yeah, how is that going to work, by Gale's the way? I don't know how it's going to work. And they might be leaving, like, very, very soon. It's, I I think that we are going to have to, like, schedule it or maybe share it. Should, should I pause the video while we get up to the... No, just... No, we'll bring it with put, us. That's okay, part of the do, experience. No, we pause, not no, stop. No, 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 no. You put the cup on top, 
to where so the camera sees just the logo of where you're <laughs> No. Yes. Did you see no don't you watch see it. the Dairy Queen it. one? Like you see the way like you I didn't have... I didn't actually watch all of the Dairy oh, Queen you, one. Oh. <laughs> to be honest. That was just, our best you, one. Just put the Maybe the McDonald's one was pretty funny because I, I, I deep fried the mic multiple times. Just like phone screen and then cup like right in the center. That's that's gonna be really much for I'll take Great, now I gotta make two video files. <laughs> well, I'll stitch it together before <laughs> before you get it. Uh, I have that editing software on my phone. I mean, yeah, I do too. Oh, this would have been an opportunity to check the first video file. Uh, we can do it later. You wanna do a whole podcast and then check and find out like, oh, the microphone's trash. What's the fun of it? <laughs> Oh, these must be storage units for people that live here. Maybe. They might be, like, garages. I rent out one of them. The Triumph <laughs> Dude. Take the Triumph Get an engine crane. Yeah. I've just got the camera pointing straight up. That's how it's supposed to be. To make everything discreet. There's your Jimmy John's logo cup. See? It's cool. It's terrible. It looks good. It looks terrible. It's like in the movie, whenever the camera's actually attached to one of the vehicles or something. Yeah, but this isn't a vehicle. This is a Jimmy John's cup. What the hell? I didn't do anything. I was. Yeah. So that that All right. We are rolling. All right. So, get the chips. Is that one yours? Mine's just gonna be the one with different. Oh. Oh yeah, no, you have to get the cookies when you go to Jimmy John's. The cookies are so good. They're they're really good cookies. They're made with Ghirardelli chocolate. Which is very nice. Yes, this one is mine. So, okay. So the Micah. other two are yours and Micah's. Okay. First they're the same. They're the same. Should we like have the bag front and center between us? Yeah. Some tomatoes. The Italian club? Yeah, some Italian cheese. Club. I think it was the Italian club. A couple types of meats. A little bit of lettuce. It's like there. beef and salami, I think. Yeah, I see the salami. I think it's got turkey in there, too. Yeah, it's got turkey right here. You want to, like, open it up? Well, I just... You want me to close it and reel it? No, I mean, like, bring it up to the camera and open uh, the sandwich. Yeah. That's a good point. You're only getting the wrapper. 
going? You want to do that with yours? No, it's fine. This one's fine. Oh, I forgot to ask for that tomato. I don't like tomatoes that much. Actually, I, I, tomato tomatoes? Tomatoes? I just don't like them on my sandwich. I like tomatoes. I, I tried a tomato today just by like one of those little Cherry ones. Tomatoes? Yeah. Did you try it by itself? Yeah. Well, you don't want to eat a tomato by itself. It's not good when it's on so. Yeah, I realize that. <laughs> Alright, Mike, whenever you're ready, just unbury that chair and roll it over. And I'll give you your sandwich and your cookie. Ah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. Jimmy John's makes the best sandwiches. Yes. But they don't have hot sandwiches. If you want a hot sandwich, you have to go to Firehouse. Hot sandwiches are. They're they're pretty good. But like, you get it from like, Subway. But like, somehow think it's about terrible. it. And Jimmy John's is like really good. I mean, for the cold sandwiches, because if you if you like got to work and you well, know, their their thing is that it's fast and it's fresh. That's the Jimmy John's way. <laughs> you can't lean back too far. You're out of I frame. can't. I mean, you could like turn the chair and face the camera more, and then you'd be. You know, there's a bunch of crap around here. I can just. Well, that stuff's out of frame. Oh, I'm just trying to make space for me. Piece of soundproofing foam. Or any little skylight. Oh. Something you could take down and put up pretty easy. We can't even reach up there. Get a stick. There actually is a little stick down there. <laughs> I have an interesting. We just got it. Nah, we just got to get back to talking about. Let's talk about the movie. So, you just mean? Yeah, bit me. While he's working on his stuff. Do we want to just start from the beginning? Because I don't really remember what we talked about in the car. Yeah, so, like, the movie just. It opened up in a way I didn't expect. Like, I thought the movie was. Because gonna... it didn't retrace the whole ground. What the heck? <laughs> oh, no! Very slowly. So, I'm, I'm gonna...
I can't wait to read to watch this podcast. We're gonna have to just to see the down. both of us looking at this camera talking about And the then movie. like flip around. Whoa! What's going on over here? But no, like I thought the movie was gonna open with that scene where Batman's hey, beating oh. on those thugs, which was an awesome scene. But it opens with Riddler like spying on people, and you could tell it's him by the way he breathes. Like he's like mm-hmm. like one thing that confused me about those binoculars is that it had like an angle readout, mm-hmm. and but it, it wasn't attached to anything. It didn't do anything. It made no sense. They just, yeah, they just did it to make it look tactical or whatever. That was so bad. The first time I actually like kind of laughed was actually in that beginning scene because. You, you just see him standing there, right? And then once he's ready to make his move, he runs, screams at him, and then just hits him. That was a really cool shot, though. Yeah, when they first with revealed the... him with, with mm-hmm. the, the background, that looked pretty cool. Because at first glance, you don't even notice that he's there. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, framed so that he's behind the the victim. Mm-hmm. Was it the mayor? Yeah, it was the mayor. Yeah, was the, the mayor. guy running for mayor. No, he was the mayor. Was he? He was running. He was, for... he was going for re-election. Though. Yeah, that's it. That's what happened. Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene. And then after that, he he like I liked how he like finds the kid in that in the house, and mm-hmm. so you can you can just see. I want to talk about how they introduced Batman though. Yeah, go because ahead. Because they didn't show him. Until way after his narration and a bunch of scenes played out. Because mm-hmm. you see a bunch of various crimes yeah, being like, committed throughout the city. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about the symbolism of the bat signal. And you get to see all these crooks react to seeing it. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool and really well done. It was so cool how um, all the thugs would just look into a dark room and just assume... They were just that he was there like, and assume that he was there. But then the one time he was there, like I, I, I think this is the first time you ever notice how um Do we yeah. wanna talk about the redesign of the suit? Yeah, you, yeah, we they're kinda about stripped that. away a lot of like the modern Batman, like this big hulking tech suit. It was just like yeah. some body armor. Uh the utility belt didn't even really come to play that much. Yeah, it was there. It it just didn't pop as much because usually they like to make it no, like it, yellowish. It color. was there, but it was just like a rack that had a couple like pouches on it. It didn't really. Yeah, like honestly, like the biggest tech that he relied on was his Batmobile and his suit. What you what kind of armor you call that again? Uh, ballistic armor. Plot armor. Oh, yeah, the plot armor. <laughs> yeah. The armor made no sense. Yeah, we can, like... It was nice that, like, they've paid attention to where, like... Because the only part of him that isn't armored is, like, the lower half of his yeah. face. So you can see how whenever someone's taking pot shots at him, he lifts his arm up to cover his face. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make sense with knockback. It does, like... Pay attention to that. Yeah, like if someone has a fifty caliber, like shooting at you, and you have your face right here to cover it up, it's still gonna hit you in the face. You're absolutely gonna clock yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And then, like the one alley where he does like walk out, he like slowly. Is that your fancy Lytro hookup now? What Lytro? His RGB computer. They oh, they can kind of see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The chair set. Go front and center yeah. for your own podcast. Nice. Your chips are over there. Your sandwich. Thank you. Got the same. Can't wait to try the fizzy. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, the cookies are so good. Make a little table here for your sweat. And mine, because mine's far away. Where's my drink? Oh, is it right there? I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it. What were your reactions to the beginning of Batman, Minor? Yeah, like the opening scenes and stuff. It was good. I liked how they made it to where you didn't know who the first character was that they showed. I feel like a lot of yeah. movies, a lot of movies always show the main character first. And since you only see like the binoculars and then a dark mask, you kind, you of, kind of assume that it's the Batman. You almost think it's Batman. It's like, yeah. Oh, wait, I actually, it. the first thing that I thought was that because it opens with a shot through the binoculars of the kid playing with his parents, and being that we were watching a Batman movie, I assumed that the kid was going to be Batman, and this was like, oh, oh they... we're getting attached to the parents before they inevitably kill them again. Oh, it was like a younger Bruce just yeah. playing around. Yeah, I and thought it was... Especially since, like, I think it was kind of intentional. Yeah. Because they put the kid in a ninja costume. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, like, and then they fake, he with... fake kills his dad for yeah. fun. Yeah, and, and, and then while two... I was sitting there, I was like, oh, great. He's going to die for Symbolism. <laughs> Didn't you find it kind of funny the way Riddler will like yell right before he goes in for the kill? Yeah. He's like, and then hits screw him. stealth. I have a chisel. <laughs> and then, like once again, we were like talking about the um, how he narrates like during the beginning, and you don't see him like go in the suit. You get to feel his presence before you see his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you see how he's affected the the people of Gotham before you see him assault the people of Gotham. <laughs> Which I think was really well done. Especially since the overall theme of the movie, or like, kind of what they were trying to go for, is um, how much of an impact he had. And how he, at the beginning, he wasn't sure if he was making an impact. Exactly. So it was kind of nice to open up with, like, this is the impact that he's making. Is it the one that he wants? And then when the movie ends, it kind of showed that for him... We'll, we'll, only... we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. And then, so, yeah, he fights all those dudes. In That's the a very subway cool station? Fight. Yeah, it was, like, in a subway station. And that was a pretty cool, like, opening fight. Cause the first, cause at first they look at him and they're like, "What, what's this guy doing here?" Like they're clowning on him. It kind of annoyed me a little bit, because they had just done all these shots to establish like every crook in the city knows that like if they 
see that symbol that Batman is about? And I guess they didn't see it, but wouldn't you assume, like, Batman doesn't take the, a day off when they don't like the signal. The guy... And when he steps out, you would think they would have heard of him. Like, they acted like they didn't yeah, know they at, Yeah, they asked him. After they framed all these shots of, and like, he was, everyone And he was Batman for, like, a couple of years when the yeah. movie started, too. It was his second year as Batman. Yeah, yeah. You were saying something like that? Um, the kid that was with the gang, I guess. Yeah. He saw it, and he, like, knew, but the other ones didn't. He was, like, the one thought that didn't get the crap beaten out of him. Well, because they were kind of, like, trying to show that he still has humanity, which is why they framed the kid that way. It was very intentional. Mm-hmm. But it still kind of irked me that they just went through all of this wonderfully done cinematography to showcase how much his presence is felt by the crime in yeah. Gotham, and then they just completely disregard that he's there. Like, I'm gonna stick him with a machete! Oh no, my brace! Yep. I do like how, in, you know how most, in other Batman movies, whenever he takes on guys that have, like, guns or, or any kind of, like, weapon, like, lethal weapons, mm -hmm. he always goes with a stealthy approach. Like, mm -hmm. he'll use a lot of smoke bombs, He'll throw... There was not the, much of that in this movie. No, not at all. And that didn't really bother me because it kind of showed his character how... Like, he was intentionally being reckless because, you mm -hmm. know, he had a I don't care if I die He didn't take much mentality. care about himself. And then, like, he kind of... Over the course of the movie, it seemed like he was finally starting to learn maybe that's not the way to approach things. Mm -hmm. So, but then, so then after that first fight... The second he, important character that we meet right after that is Alfred. Yeah, Alfred. Who, one, I'm fairly certain that the actor that plays him is an Aussie, not a Brit. As you can kind of hear the difference in how they say some words, so that was kind of distracting for me. Yeah. But also, his character really only existed to move the plot along. He didn't really do anything he didn't, for... He didn't do anything unless it was... Here's the answer to this puzzle you were working on. But he would, like, always get it just close enough so that Batman could be like, the real answer is there. Mm -hmm. He kind of, like... He only seemed to be there to make Batman... He definitely fit, like, the, the mentor spot of... Yeah. Did he? He didn't really mentor him. Well, he... he I, was, I he feel didn't, like that's what he was supposed to be. He didn't, like, start fully guiding him until he was in the hospital... Even and like explaining really his exposition dome. I do hope that he gets like more involved I, later on. I do hope that if they make a second movie, they flush out his character more. But it really felt like he was only there to move the plot along and let yeah. Batman needed to push. I did like that the first scene with him where um he where like Bruce says, you know, you're not my father, and then you can see that kind of like hurt father. Him a bit. Yeah, that hurt him. And later on, they talk about that. Mm -hmm. I also... But even then, they just kind of move past it. And that's the last time you see him in the whole movie. It's like, Alfred, you didn't tell me this, like, this, and this. And he's like... He wasn't telling you the whole truth. And then it, and then we never see him again. Yeah. It really kind of feels like an afterthought. Notice how, like, in this movie, they actually, like... I don't think Batman, like, actually kills in this movie. Except that well, one guy near the end. I it doesn't know. really count because the other guy had the gun. 
Yeah, so... He just kind of, like, hit it away from He hit it himself. away, and the guy, like, shot and pulled the trigger. Cause no, because they were wrestling over it. Yeah, so, like, Batman wasn't... I mean, come on. Compare that to, like, Zack Snyder. Like... We, we don't talk about Zack Snyder. No. <laughs> I haven't seen them. I just know they're really bad. <laughs> well... Well, let's just say he he mo- he literally mowed guys say, down. Didn't he like mow down a crowd of people? At yeah. One so he's flying. He, so the first time he like mows down people is when he's in his Batmobile, and he his bullets are so like powerful to where it just shreds the car, starts rolling, and then his Batmobile drives right through it, making it and all the people in it explode. Was, we'll, we'll get to the Batmobile later, but I do have some thoughts about the, the one for this one. Yeah, because I mean, do we want to skip ahead to that and talk about it? Uh, I was gonna talk about the funeral scene next because that's kind of what happened next. No, that was the Selena Kyle stuff. Oh yeah, because yeah. we get introduced to Catwoman before the funeral because he goes into the club as Batman, beats up all those guys, and. And then you and see he had, like, penguin the camera too. lenses. Mm-hmm. For he had like contact lenses that were cameras, and so he could record what he saw. Yeah. It, at first, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. It saves it the lens, and then he puts it on the thing and he views it." Then he gives a pair to Catwoman, mm-hmm. and he gets a live feed. Which, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you it didn't establish it. that it needs to be like in a specific player, but it records it and live streams it. <laughs> but it's like a contact lens that you can see through. So we'll get back to live this live stream portion of the oh, movie yeah. in a second. But yeah, we get introduced to her and and then he kind of just follows her. And then they get back to that original crime scene. Have a little fight. And then he sees the passport. Oh! No, we need to talk about Gordon. And oh, his yeah. really unsafe computer habits. <laughs> As he takes some random thumb drive that has an actual thumb attached to it. Plugs it into it. Plugs it into his personal Gotham police laptop. <laughs> and then it hacks his computer. And uploads Oh, no! Laptop. You gotta, like, buy... You gotta, it's... You gotta buy just some random cheap computer. And then plug it in there. So it doesn't do anything. Or at least, like, disconnected from the fucking Wi-Fi. Like, <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> like, plugged it into his computer I mean, completely. His own awful. personal computer hooked up to the Wi-Fi. Some random thumb drive that he knows the criminal left. He could, And even if he didn't, like, turn off the Wi-Fi, he could have just shut the thing down at the very least. But he... No, because he's just like, like shoom. Oh. What was that? Oh, no, I sent all these photos. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the next scene is the news. Also, in our theater, you know, obviously there was the, the baby that kind of annoyed me at first a little bit. But there was also the crowd of people near the bottom of the seats where they noticed the thumb drive, like the actual And then they thumb. just started laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, really? Like, I mean, it's it's a good pun, like, but really? I what was the riddle? It's, it's, it's just the drive. R- it's part of the riddle and not... Like, yeah, it's not supposed to be, like, super funny. 
I love how we tried to go in order of like beginning to end, and then we nah, just completely got the plot mixed up. Our timeline is so fun. Uh, <laughs> it'll be fine. If people who watch the movie will understand. Yeah. And then, which hopefully you watch this movie. Yeah, before watch, you watch this yeah. Podcast. Please watch this movie before Spoilers. you. Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> I want to talk about that funeral scene, though, because you kind of get... Don't... Do we need to talk about the DA first? Oh, the one that... The guy in the saw trap? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was... Yeah. If you guys ever watched the movie Saw, that's pretty much what it is. I never watched the movie Saw. I watched it... I just know that he puts traps around people's necks. I'm fairly certain they're explosive. And then, yeah, wasn't the DA the one that drove the car, mm-hmm. like, into that funeral? That's what I said. I think mm-hmm. we need to talk about that first. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was going. But I like how, during this entire scene, after he has this little conversation with that one reporter, which, by the way, all she does when she's, like, well, she's not a reporter. She was going to elect for... Mayor, or oh yes, the, she was the mayoral like, kind of she base basically she basically <laughs> said, "You have money. I want to steal it and use it to fund my programs." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's like, "Yeah, you're not really doing anything with your money, but maybe I was hoping to change that. Like after I get elected, I'm like, what do you mean? Like just trying to make more money off them, I guess." Like we spent a lot of time looking at her character, and yet I know nothing about it. Not really. She's just um more good. Like she tries. Notice how she always she tries to do good in the movie, but as we'll discuss a little later, it whole, never works out for her at all. The like, whole point of it is like he's the Riddler's plan was to expose a bunch of corrupt people in the city's. Uh, Structure, and yeah, like government. a politician, and then and like stuff. she went to go do a speech, and then she gets shot in the shoulder at the end of the movie. Yeah, and there's like 50 people, like, let's kill her, and only and one guy like, wants her. And then she's like, Bye. Someone needs to do the right thing, and then walks and then out and, and gets shot. Get shot and no one was the funny thing is, no one was listening to her, they're all panicking. Oh, no, yeah, she accomplished absolutely nothing in this movie. <laughs> And by the way, wouldn't anyone like get the idea to just look up? Because whenever I go to like she did though, she looked up and she was like, "People with guns, oh no!" But she was the one. I mean, it was a like stadium full of people. Like no, no, she was the only. It was like an expo center. No police looked up. Well, it's supposed to be the. uh, It's like a stadium. Uh There's a stadium called the Garden. It's like an NBA, NBA scene. But I do like how he rolled up in she... a really ugly looking Tesla <laughs> to the funeral. Who? I wouldn't have. Who? Batman. When oh, he rolled Bruce? up to the. That was a six. That was a '69 Corvette Stingray. It had a Tesla logo on the hood. It was a Corvette Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> the Tesla. Team. No. Was it? It was not an actual Tesla. No, but it had the Tesla logo on it. Unless Tesla made a Corvette Stingray knockoff. That's the movies, man. They can throw whatever badging they want on it. 
Yeah, maybe Elon Musk just wanted his logo in the Batman movie. But I was saying, after that little conversation he has, he's able to, like, the actor Robert Pattinson, he's able to act it out so well whenever all the events are happening. Because you hear... We're about to talk about his mask. And then he takes it off for the first time. Mm-hmm. That looks nothing like the car that he this was is driving. Like, yeah. This is exactly what he was driving. It looks... It looks more stretched out than it was. This is like one of the most iconic cars in history. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm pretty sure I saw the Tesla badging on the front of it. So then... I could be wrong. Like, they kind of evacuate the building. And then they they saw some... He shows up as Bruce. Yeah, he does. And he, like, saves a kid from the DA who's soaring through in the car with a bomb around his neck. Mm -hmm. And then a phone rings for, like, an hour. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, Like, an hour passes by, the phone is still ringing, and everyone's evacuated, and... They evacuated everyone, Bruce left, changed, and came back, and the phone was still ringing. (laughs) And then he answers... Well, no, because it's... Oh, wait, never mind. Hmm? I was thinking of a different scene. Well, oh yeah, that's totally a stingray. So you can see the back of it has a split window. And it's like curved. I believe you! Yeah, there I'm is. I'm just saying, there's a Tesla there logo on the front. That's the scene, like the car from the mm-hmm. scene. Wasn't there a Tesla logo on the I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. You sure it just wasn't a Corvette logo? I don't think so. I don't know, well... And then he, like... They start answer. They try to answer riddles, but Batman just kind of che- like gives them all the answers, and then for some reason he chooses to just let himself die, rather than just say like a name, and then because of that his. Well, because if he said the name, Falcone would have killed his family. Okay. Yeah, I... it was the explanation that he gave. He was like, "You don't know who these people are. They're gonna kill my family." <laughs> Yeah. Then Batman has the bomb blow up right here next to his completely exposed face and gets a bell rung and found, that's it. I mean, and the other guy gets I found it kind of weird that in his open face area, like, that didn't get damaged at all. So, plot armor, yeah. Most definitely. The bat suit is so, so busted. <laughs> I can't find it. I don't, know. Find I don't it. know what type of logo was on it. Because they don't, you know movie just came out they don't have any scenes out for it so you can't really watch it no they just they just YouTube. have pictures you just pirate it i just watch it why would i go just... one two three movies one two three movies.com have you ever gone to one two three movies.com no it's, it's pretty i watched avengers endgame the pirate version on one two three movies.com because i didn't want to go to the theaters i didn't say i didn't pirate movies i just said i didn't go to one two three but i have a guy in uruguay for that I just went to 123movies.com and watched, and the guy was like, kind of shaky, and then people were coughing, and then like you'd see like someone coming down the aisle. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, there were definitely a lot of times when I'm just watching a movie, and then. Kyler, like, just he goes up to the side and he's like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And that wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, because I was like, uh, no. Yeah, no. 
the one scene where you were just like, what the heck is that? Is <laughs> when is is the hallway scene when it's all dark and the only source of light uh, are the guns. Oh yeah, and they like consistently hit him in the chest for long sustained fire. It does so, like, not even recoil. Like brought the barrel up like the five degrees it takes to hit him in the face. Especially the machine gun. Yeah. I mean pistols. I can understand you have. Yeah, because that's control. you recover between every shot. But they were doing like assault rifle sustained fire on his chest. It was a cool scene. It was a cool yeah. scene, but the ballistics. It was you know not realistic. John Wick gives me, like, a high standard <laughs> for the ballistics of scenes. <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. I also like how... I don't the... think in the scene where Selena Kyle has the Glock... Because, like, Michael, what, what kind of capacity does your Glock have? Like, 12? Capacity? Yeah. For bullets? Yes. 15? Yeah, so I don't think there were more than 15 rounds fired out of the block. No. It also five. just depends. Like It was... There was seven in one shot, and there were about three before it, so I would say it's about ten. Whenever Batman or um, Catwoman took out a guy with a gun, or like disarmed them, the first thing I hit, I would just say in my head is, destroy urban survival training. <laughs> Which I ended up saying a lot. In, because every guy he fights pretty much has a gun, mm -hmm. except for in the beginning scene. Machete. Machete. I did find it kind of cool how the one guy was pointing a like a rifle or something, and he's like, "Don't move, or I'll shoot you." And that, and he has the bat in his hand. He just kind of stares him down, and get he. I think he gets shot in like. He gets shot, and then he just throws the bat and clocks. My grandma you want to talk about the chips? The barbecue chips? Um, Jimmy John's barbecue chips. They're like kettle, kind of. They taste kind of like they're kettle cooked. They're a little I bit, think they are. They're a little bit more uh, crunchy, crunchy than normal potato chips. They're made with peanut oil. Peanut oil? That's so cool. like five guys. Yeah. So that probably is why they're a little bit more crunchy. Mm -hmm. Carlos, you want to try one of the whole thing? Yeah, I'll try one. Let's give that thing a smell. Wow. That smells it's good. Good. For each flavor. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any Jimmy John's chips that are really bad. We've I mean, got like the barbecue ones. I think they have an original. Uh -huh. The jalapeno and I want to say salted salt and vinegar. Oh. And also it has the best soda, Sprite. Yeah, they got Sprite. So they do have, they have Coke products. They have Coca-Cola products. Yeah, Sprite. Yeah, Pepsi. Pepsi sucks. <laughs> okay? Dr. Pepper's no. okay. Like, what do you guys think about Dr. Pepper? Do Dr. Guys... Pepper's a Coke product. Oh, it is? I didn't yeah. know that. We get Dr. Pepper's at the Coke machine at work Wait, isn't, isn't Sprite owned by Coca-Cola? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, Sprite is owned by Coca-Cola. So, you seem very confused about it. So Sprite. is um, Barb's root beer is a Coke. Yeah. Um, and then A&W is owned by Pepsi. Aye. Aye. They both have good distinct flavors. They have the cream soda. Cream soda is very They do have A&W cream sodas. The vending Third vending machine from the left. The vending machine at work, they don't put them in there anymore. Now they put in 
squirt. <laughs> so what is that? It's <laughs> grapefruit. It's grapefruit flavored squirt. And it's literally just Sprite. Imagine Seven Up, but it's flavored like grapefruit. So it's and not even Sprite Seven Up. There's yeah, because it's peppy. Because it's like Sprite and then Seven Up, and there's just like squirt. Like, why is there just? <laughs> That's the latest thing I've ever heard. I got one once thinking it was a Fanta. I was so disappointed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Micah, before... And then there was the time that we got a free vitamin water. And it so blew up in your toolbox. I drank like half of it and I was like, this is trash. I put my toolbox for the weekend and I came back on Monday and it was like, my toolbox is flipped. It like exploded <laughs> or something. How does vitamin water, an uncarbonated drink, explode in my toolbox? It's so dumb. So, Micah, this was like the first Batman movie the first Batman movie that I've seen in its entirety yeah pretty much I saw Batman Begins yeah okay but that how long was that ago like probably a long time or probably like middle school yeah so I guess I'm kind of the only one who's seen all the movies like I've watched like when I was I've seen bits and pieces of them when I was a kid I actually used to watch instead of like watching Spongebob or something that a lot of other people would watch. I would actually just watch like the animated uh, show, just cause, and, and like my dad was into it very heavily too back in the day. Yeah. So, with what was the other partial movie you seen with Batman? In it? You want to <laughs> watch Kids the Dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Yeah. yeah. The other, only other Batman movie I've seen is the Arnold one. Yeah. And I watched like movie. a half hour of it and I was like, I can't. And no, I, I changed it's, so bad. It was on TV, so I just with changed Which bat nipples? Yeah. Speaking of, I, I actually want to talk about the, I want to kind of compare like that new suit that we got in that movie yes, to the was, other ones. Like, I know in The Dark Knight Rises, it was very like. It was pretty much all It was black. very bulky. Yeah. His muscles were a lot more defined in the suit and it was weighed down with equipment like every part of the suit had equipment in it but this one seems to be a lot more uh narrowed down it only seemed to be like the bare essentials with the plating because but he kind of carried it around in a duffel bag yeah and it kind of makes sense because i mean if you make the whole suit like bulletproof the same way it's it's just gonna make him seem like too overpowered, even though in a way he kind of was. A block of C four blew up in his face, and it did nothing. You know, there were even his cow his his cowl was also bulletproof because he got shot in the side of the cowl multiple times. They did take into account something that they've done in one Batman movie before. I can't remember which one, where he raises his arm up to cover his face, but in that movie they only did it once and then they completely ignored every other time. I'm trying to remember when but that this happens. movie, it was every time he was getting shot, he would raise his arm. Yeah, yeah. That, that was also pretty cool. A, I, a good bit of continuity. When the Michael, with the Michael Keaton suit, I mean, it was like pretty classic. That was, you know, beyond, right? it was pretty much an all black rubber suit in practicality terms with a yellow belt and a yellow logo. I wasn't sure that the voice matched. Batman. Because he didn't disguise it at all, really. 
And it was yeah. a lot quieter and it just, higher than I would expect. The only reason it just sounds different for me is because if you like see a video of Robert Pattinson just talking, like it sounds way different than how he usually talks. And also, I think the way he distincts his voice isn't that big of a deal because he he doesn't talk publicly at all, and neither. I mean, when he's out, I guess yeah, with all the not news really, cameras, it's not really a balance between Batman and Bruce Wayne with this no. one. He's pretty much Batman, and then he's Bruce Wayne in one scene. That's the other thing. No, two, because he goes to see Falcone. Yeah, like that's the other thing I was about to say. You don't see Bruce a lot in. Like, when you do so, you've got emo face paint. Yeah, yeah. Tell, him, <laughs> tell him what the exact thing that runs through your mind every time he takes oh, his yeah. mask off. Because whenever he takes his mask off, he's been like sweating a lot. And he's got black paint around his eyes that like drips down and his hair is all messed up. It just looks like crawling in my skin. <laughs> every time he takes his, his hair, mask his off. His hair kind of reminded me of Bully Maguire. It did. It did. <laughs> the bangs were way too long. He was very edgy. I thought that um, in the last scene, when Riddler's talking with who's ever in the cell, whether it's the Joker or... I think, yeah, it's definitely... It's probably the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when, he, when I first heard the voice, I thought it was going to be Tobey Maguire acting it. I was like, Tobey Maguire in this movie? Let's go! And then like, I started to listen. I was listening to it more. I'm like, actually, it sounds more like Andrew Garfield. I was like, I'll take Andrew Garfield as a villain in Batman. That'd be cool, too. I don't think it's either of them. You know, I don't, I kind of wanted, so I think we can all agree it was most likely Joker. I would have liked it to be Willem Dafoe as Joker. Willem Dafoe no. <laughs> would make such a He's, great Joker. He'd be a good Joker. He has a great face. I mean, he, his, he does a great laugh. He, he would have to change up his laugh a little bit. Because the goblin is yeah. so hard. Exactly. Yeah. Like he but does. Will, William Defoe is a brilliant balance between William Defoe and William Defriend. William Defoe and William Defriend. Have you never heard that before? No. How like he is great at playing those like almost split personality characters. I mean, yeah, he literally. Where did like it with he'll no be friendly home. in yeah. one movie and the worst villain you've ever seen mm-hmm. in another. He plays that line can, so well. And he can fight him in his bowl. In Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he does both. In his, with his face, because you could see him being like a nice, he has like a nice face, but then he can change it to be like really creepy looking. Yeah, it, yeah, these. Carlos, you should open the cookie so we can talk about the cookie. So we can the cookie. Oh. There's supposed to be a reason and rhyme for what we're doing. No, I just wanted Carlos to try the cookies. Because they're really good cookies. Eat the cookie, Carlos. One bite. I'm out of frame now. I needed to put my back up against something. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't need another chair. I kind of want, like, explain like why you thought it was like Two Face at first, because I we were probably because there's a shot where you can like see his face through some bars. It's pretty dim, but it almost looks like the cliche like burn mark that Two Face has. It, I, what I first noticed is it looked like I saw like a little more teeth. On the side, it looked like I saw a it might on the be side of his like mouth. a Michael Keaton Joker scenario where it's the scar, like his face is cut. Like you think it's actually cut? Cut? I'm saying it could be. That I don't would know be, if it is. That would be pretty edgy. All right, here I'm gonna try this cookie before it's you. So good. Cookie review from Jimmy John's. Chocolate chip. Triple. Triple. Triple chip. Triple chip. 
So it has three different types of chips in it. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's got, I think, caramel, caramel chip, chip, chocolate chips, uh, and white chocolate White chips. chocolate chips. Yeah, I like and the all white chocolate. they're chocolate. What's white chocolate called? White chocolate. Yeah. There's another word for it. White chocolate chips are, like, those used to be my favorite type of cookies. They were such a good snack. Mm -hmm. Just a bowl of white chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like white chocolate chips, but I couldn't eat them. Well, it was like... It, it's kind of like, like cookie you, dough. When you're baking when you cookies and you have, like, the bowl of chips and you just... Yeah, I, I could. It's not like, I want a snack! You go to the kitchen and you pour yourself a bowl of white chocolate chips. That's all I'm talking about. They're always, like... Because there's like chocolate, which is sweet, and then like white chocolate chips are like a little bit sweeter. Yeah. I guess because it's more. I don't even know if they're made out of chocolate. I think they're made out of. It's something. all. It's, it doesn't have cocoa in it. I know that. Yeah, it's not actually chocolate, which is why it's called something else. It's but just I called just, white chocolate. I don't know what it's called. The ingredient might be called something else. Yeah. The replacement for cocoa. Man, I can't, dude. Mm -hmm. I told you we needed to get the cookies when we went to Jimmy John's. The cookies yes. are the best part, dude. It's like, because even though they're pre-made and pre-packaged, they're so good. They're like still soft. Most cookies are hard when they're well, pre-packaged. Like it's the super seal. They like seal them really quick after they come out of the oven. Yeah. When they make them, so. Mm -hmm. And I think they make them the day you order, too. Uh, Maybe. No. I'm not sure. No, because it says processed in the facility to handle tree nuts. Oh. Tree nuts. So they definitely come from a factory somewhere. I know they bake the bread. Are you thinking of the bread? They bake the bread every day. And don't they cut the meats? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they get like one log it's and all, they cut it. It's all fresh every day. Yep. Well, so, back to the Batman. I want to talk about the, I wanna, the Batmobile. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that whole sequence because when the sequence first started, you see Batman on the rooftop above the warehouse that had like, I don't know what hey, it looked like it had a bunch of like guns and that was the other thing. Stuff. They, it was world building, but it was done so gently. They were talking about the eye drop drug, mm -hmm. yeah, but they never like addressed it directly. Drug, they did. They did, It didn't feel like the hand of the author. If that yeah. makes sense. It was just a part of the world. The characters mm -hmm. need not like it's eye drop. It does this, this, and this to you. Yeah. It's yeah. super addictive. They're just like drop heads. The end. Yeah. yeah. You just kind of infer the rest. But that was kind of it. Was kind of at that point in the movie. Me and you were like, all right, you want to bet? When do you think this yeah. Batmobile? It was appears? that exact scene where I was thinking like we saw a car with a tarp covering it, like a classic muscle car style. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And we saw bits and pieces of an engine, like we saw a crankshaft, we saw... You also saw the engine block. So the engine block? Sitting on a stand. A couple pistons, McCarran shaft. Because he was rebuilding it or something. I or, assume it was that he or maybe tinkers he with would, it. Or maybe he is building it in the movie, and then that's like the first time it comes out. And you just see like very intentional shots, mm -hmm. where like the character is off to the side, and the main thing... That you're seeing is like the foreground of parts yeah. that frame the shot or the car in focus in the in the background mm -hmm. under the tarp. So I leaned over to Carlos because I wanted to just talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah. completely coincidental that it happened in the scene where I told him how much you want to bet that for the climax of the movie, of the action, they're gonna 
like showcase the Batmobile mm -hmm. because of all the stuff that we just talked about. And Carlos, you were pretty quick to agree. Yeah, you said like 80-20, and I kind of doubled down on that and said 90-10 for yeah. our bet. It's, it's just everything in this movie that I can think of was framed and shot very intentionally for foreshadowing and the framing of the shot and the world building. It, it was really well done. It seemed like the filmmakers like actually cared about you know, camera angles, good lighting, good color grading. Was because we weren't retracing any steps here. We were starting, this is Batman, he's been doing this for a year. There's no like figuring out the gear or like retracing over his backstory. We know all that. We know we've seen all that a dozen times before. Yep. We can exactly. skip that and go right into this is Batman, this is the world that he is in. Mm -hmm. These are the characters. We we never like feel like we're retracing old ground. We're we're well, breaking we, new It's not like Batman's anything new. It's been around for a really long time. Yeah. So for every movie to have its own backstory for Batman, like those parents died. It's like Yeah. It's almost the same. The like, director of Oh no. The director of the oh, no, movie was very open <laughs> to say that he didn't want to like film in another origin scene or another parents getting shot scene. Because we've seen the that. pearls, and they yeah, the pearls. They 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 talk about in this new Batman movie. They talk about his parents dying. Like and the thing is, they changed up some of the lore, but they did it in a way that wasn't like we're gonna sit down for ten minutes and explain it to you. Much. I think it's been done before that way too. With the Falcone, because the Telltale games, his dad was involved with Falcone too. Okay. So there must be like somewhere. The back only there, thing that sounded original to me, that... like the only thing that sounded original to me, was Martha, like Bruce's mom, like who. Like... I think that was in a run of the comics because Batman had a run of comics where everything was grim dark, like mm -hmm. super heavy. Do would you consider this movie to be grim dark? Like. Mm, uh... Like, really edgy and depressing, because... No, what's the... Grimdark and Misery Porn are two very different things. Mm -hmm. Grimdark is when you show, like, yes, this world has dark corners, stuff happens in it. Misery Porn is when it's, these dark corners are so intense that nothing happens except the characters feel bad. Yeah. I think that there was enough, like, showcasing of the other side of that coin that it counts as grimdark, but not in a bad way. I think it's, they handled that balance really it's well. It's one of the movies that pulls off. A lot of movies, they try to do grimdark. And, it's and like they, they weigh really heavily on the sins of the father trope. Because mm -hmm. that's like the framing for the whole... Oh, that was another thing, Carlos, that we talked about. We were talking about the... the they were showing, like, who's the Riddler's final vil victim going to be? I was telling you, wouldn't it be funny if it was Bruce Wayne and he goes to get Bruce Wayne and Bruce Wayne's not there because he's out being Batman trying to catch the Riddler. Mm -hmm. And then that absolutely happened. Yeah. And I think I speculated too along with you. I said, I wonder if Riddler knows. <laughs> if he knows he's Batman. Yeah, you... and he did. No, no he, he didn't. didn't. It was framed that way so you would think that. And that's why Because that's why at Batman... the end, what he's talking about, Bruce Wayne. Goes through all of that. And he's like, he's the one target we didn't get. 
And, yeah, like, because it's he framed and written so very intentionally to make you think that he because knows. Because the because at that moment in the movie, the Riddler thinks that him and Batman are a team. Yeah. And then that's when Batman's like, "You're crazy," and then he's like, "No." And you can see, like, it's framed in such a way it's that good. even Bruce even is fooled for a minute, thinking that Batman thinks that because there's so many like, is deliberate hints with like his his string board on the back wall, or even like who is the Batman when they go into the I back. I know your true self. Yeah, that's that's where I thought. But it's but very he, to make you think that he explains he says, it he explains it later off in the movie where he's like I know your true self that's your this true is self your true self whatever's your under the mask doesn't matter because you're only your true self when you have the mask because they both talk he every villain likes to do this they like to go to the hero and say we're exactly the same or whatever if you notice well, but in a he, way, he it makes sense. He didn't quite do that though because he was he was Sorry. intentionally talking oh about how they were. How they were different. <laughs> like, he thought they were a team, but they had different, like, he wasn't pulling on the, you're the same, we're the same, you and I. It was, I was, I have, I was, certain, I have certain strengths, you have certain strengths, and they together. They complement each other. We make a great the team. The only yeah. relatability factor that Riddler brings up is the masks part. Yeah, that was the only, that was the only bit. And I feel like they avoided doing that. We're the same, you and I. No, we're yeah. not! Trope really well. Mm-hmm. Because they make you feel like they're going in one direction, and then they sideline you with it's like surprise. He doesn't think that at all. I feel like it doesn't. Feel a lot like of the movie was like it felt like they're gonna do the same thing that they always do in, in movies, and then it's like actually no, we're gonna do this, and it was like yes, something different. So but it, it also so didn't. Nice. The plot twists didn't feel like they were they were shock bait. It wasn't like forced. Yeah, no. Like there's a very distinct difference between a it, plot twist and shock bait. It felt natural mm-hmm. when they did it. You Not know like what I know is whenever that a villain like gets locked up in the middle of the movie, that usually escape a little bit. He after. didn't though. He was he, there he the entire in the, time. It and was, in that way, I set things in motion that yeah. you cannot possibly comprehend. Yeah, it, he, it just felt like even after getting locked up, he still had control over the situation. And that's exactly what, I know you guys haven't seen this movie, that's exactly what the Dark Knight did when the Joker got locked up. The only difference is Joker actually escaped. Uh, in the cliche way. Yeah. Arkham security fucking sucks. <laughs> they always escape. <laughs> So then, yeah, I found that interesting, like, because I literally expected, oh, Riddler's gonna break out, and then they're gonna have a little bit of a fist fight, but in a way, it doesn't make sense, because Batman's been trained, and, and that was another easily beat down on Riddler. That was another yeah. really cool scene when Batman is talking to the Riddler in Arkham, mm-hmm. and he's talking, and at this point, you are kind of framed, so, like, there are a couple clues that don't attach to anything. But you, for the most part, think, oh, he's busted. Mm-hmm. But wasn't that capture a little too easy? And it's, yeah, because he just let himself get... Yeah, uh, he just went into a cafe, yeah. took his mask off, and waited. Well, then he, he wanted to do that because... But, yeah, he knew he that thought, the city was going to flood because he caused it to flood, so yeah. he let himself get but caught. But at that so point, that he, you don't so like know he can be there's a, a final act in play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... We chased, we chased him down, we found the villain, we... We've locked them up. Now you're interrogating him because he wants to talk to you. 
One of the funnier parts. And then, the... but before we before we move on, I want to talk about very deliberately when he's like, "I wanted us to both be here and safe," and he sees Batman's reaction like, "Oh, you don't know what I have planned." I guess you're not as smart as I thought. And he gets really pissed he gets off. So pissed Batman. because that's when the gears like lock into place. That oh, we're not done here. Yeah. There's more. Uh, all in all, I think that it did a really good job of setting stuff up mm-hmm. and making it play off in such a way where it didn't feel like it was out of left field. Like everything that happened, you could like look back and be like, oh, I remember when they it was set a good, this up. It was a good story. They didn't try to force anything, and they didn't like throw in random things that don't really matter, like political stuff or. So, I mean, well, you could say that Catwoman saying white privileged people yeah. could be like political, but even then, it's like that's like the closest one, thing one gets line, to it, and it's not even really that. Terrible. I feel like that's the mistake Marvel's kind of making. Because Disney is, you know, a lot of the higher ups probably have a certain political bias, and so in their media they probably want to promote that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in we recent, still talked about the Batmobile though. The, we, we went off. Oh my gosh! We <laughs> okay. Let's go to the Batmobile. So, uh, the Batmobile was framed in such a way where you never really see it. You, like it's it. always, you feel its you see presence, the front, though. You see the headlights. And you you see don't even the, see the you, front. And you see the giant engine just, in the back, you see the too. Engine. You see the glow of the, like, grill. The lights. The, the, the headlights and the jet engine that's mounted to the back. Mm-hmm. That's really all you... you never, and then that was you, and so you see cool, the silhouette. Because you in the, the scene shadow, before, yeah. in the I scene before, like... Catwoman, she, like, wraps a guy's legs... And then just pulls him. <laughs> I completely him forgot about it. Just he's like sitting there in the rain with the umbrella, and then he goes whoop, and he's gone. <laughs> and, he's like, ah! and then she like finds the muddy stash, and that's when they both get shot at. And so Batman's like on the ground, and you're thinking, oh no, this is not gonna end well. They don't show him getting up either. That's kind he's of just a, like he gets floored. That's kind of a Batman yeah. thing, though. Like it's a very common thing for someone to be looking away. And then they look back and Batman's gone. Yeah, but usually but, he's not like, oh no, Batman's on the ground. What happened to him? <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. His car's here now. Yay. Well, I was kind of, but when you hear that car I, I was engine, say, I was I like, oh like yeah. The car is more identifiable by the sound the than the engine. actual look of it. The genuine. Like, especially so in cool. the, the Michael Keaton Batmans, mm-hmm. the Tumblr, they put oh, yeah. so much focus on like, how cool the Batmobile was. And how destructive and it how, was, too. like, it was just a tank that went through and took care of everything. But in, in this movie, it doesn't matter what the Batmobile is. You just need to know that it is the Batmobile mm-hmm. and that it's coming for you. And the thing is, it wasn't, like, a tank, you know. It no, didn't, it was just a super it was, car. It was just a giant bulletproof mus- muscle car, pretty much. It wasn't even that bulletproof. The, uh, the windshield just, was, was a little bulletproof. When he was like, it was bullet uh, resistant. On the windows, it, was, it wasn't shattered. But it was a small arms fire, so it was probably just tempered glass. Well, that was a pretty cool scene. And then... After we get that whole, like, I love the way they film 
um, and the camera work with the Batmobile. Because in the behind-the-scenes footage, you can see they actually Did attached the camera. What? Have you seen the behind-the-scenes footage? Because I haven't. Yeah, they released like five minutes of it. Oh. Uh, but they... Do you want to talk about the, the final shot in that scene, though? Your favorite shot of the whole movie? Yeah, I was going to get to that oh. right after that. But I like how they just filmed the Batmobile. Like, it, it literally... They literally placed cameras on certain angles of the Batmobile. So they'll place one on the side. They'll place one that faces one of the back tires when it drifts and breaks to a stop. That was pretty cool. And then you see Penguin's car get totally totaled. Eh, that, that sounded really... That's what get totaled to means. <laughs> get totaled. There we go. Which, by the way, he should have been... Either dead or there were, that little... There was so much... They survived that bullshit in this movie. <laughs> I like the, uh, when the Penguin's car was like... Was flipping. Mm -hmm. was, like, did, did you have relatable. some nostalgia? <laughs> yeah. I, I like shot forward in my seat and looked over at you. Yeah. For the audience, I have rolled a car before. So. Before? <laughs> it was like four months ago. Yeah. So... And it, it did is like that where it's like... You, it's weird because you can like you can feel yourself like getting pushed up and then pushed back down from the like you know gravity. But like he but was feels... spinning around so fast. I know he. In you life, rolled he like been. one and a half times. It was like I I slid sideways on the road. This is like the bank, and it comes up. I slide. I get off the road. I smash, and then my my top was like, and then I rolled, and then I kind of to my side. So I think te technically I only rolled once. But like, it was kind of twice because I hit my, I hit the top of the car on the ground twice. That's fair. Well, there we go. I ended up four whole ones. But nice. I was gonna, yeah. So basically, if that happened to you, you would not survive that, correct? Uh, if, it depends on if the car has a roll cage. If I was in the Jeep, because it has a roll cage, probably. But with whatever the crap the penguin had, some little sedan. Well, yeah. Assuming that it was the penguin's car. Let's, this is let's personal assume, car, and he reinforced it. Let's assume that he reinforced it with a roll cage, which the damage kind of suggests because the top never collapsed. It wasn't in. caved in, yeah. So still... I'm going to assume that there are there is at least a rolled bar, at least somewhere some, something to keep the something that reinforces the top. But is his windshield? Does his windshield ever break? Yeah, it broke. It, the yeah. the windows broke in the final did crash. It, did it cave where the windshield was? No, it didn't. It no. was intact. I think the shock just went through the glass and it yeah. shattered. And but again, so, it's movie magic. A lot yeah. of things had plot armor in this movie. And so, Ballistics normally, really make sense. this I don't want to like trash on Marvel, but I feel like in terms of their filming and cinematography and lighting, some of stuff, them have really good shots. But the recent ones, like Avengers: Endgame, is like my perfect example because if you like squint your eyes slightly in that final battle. You just see gray. Just a bunch of gray movements everywhere. It all just looks kind of bland. It looks like an ugly CGI it's like mess. They, they tone down the saturation for it and they're like burnt. So then everything's kind of like just a grayish color. There's not a whole lot of yeah. vibrant. Color. This movie was the I think exact it's so opposite. Like, it doesn't look like you poured a bunch of Skittles in a blender. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It Well, this movie, it was a dark movie, but they still had like... Pretty good colors when yeah. it came to it. When the colors the, actually like pop. shots of Gotham's version of like Times Square. 
Oh, that, that was like in the opening scene too. That and well, you know, we come you see back Bruce to that location walk. a couple times to show like newscasts being broadcast to the public. Yeah, and it looked good. It and I, I like shot. how Gotham gave a gothic you, look. You skipped look. past your favorite scene. Okay, so my favorite shot in the entire movie. See, and this was a I was about I, to say before we get to that. Can we talk about the shot beforehand where the penguin thinks that? He's got the Batman. Oh, yeah, he's like... He causes a crash of a bunch of fuel like tankers. oil tanker that crashes. And there's multiple there's explosions. There's of flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see the Batman do some really lucky stunt work with a ramp moving in front a of him. A ramp just happened the right time. to be in perfect... Flo- well, he floors it before the ramp even, like, goes... Like, he floors it, and the ramp's like, weren't... Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Such like, well, that was magical that that happened there. I did like But th- then we cut to a shot of the penguin in his car. And he's like, oh, I got you, I got you, you, you bastard. I got you. And then, and you, then just you see the, the Batmobile fly through, just emerge. Through the wall of flames. Through the wall of flames. And you just see his face go. Oh. <laughs> and then he like. <laughs> it's like, is the mirror deceiving me? And then he like turns around. That was another thing that they did multiple times in the movie mm-hmm. was rather than have a camera shot go behind them, they have the camera instead trained on the, the rear person. view mirror. Exactly. So you see like them looking in the And that's how they reveal and that's how they reveal the Batmobile going out of the yeah, flames. That's, that's and why that. I wanted to bring it up. And the then, other time you see that is the last shot of the movie. When, yeah, with Cat when Catwoman is leaving. Yeah, when you watch the... her bike disappear into the smog of Gotham. I thought it was, and so now after that happens, my favorite shot filmed in the movie yes. happens, and that was when after Penguin, like Penguin's car is basically upside down, and so instead of just generically film, like here, place the the camera right there, we'll just film him walking. What they do is they flip the camera so that you upside get the, down. The penguin's perspective. You get his perspective. And from the, and I got the it's vibe. Out, it's inside the window too, so you get this mm-hmm. border mm-hmm. of the broken, of the broken, the broken glass, glass and the glass. reflection of the flames on the wet road because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like constantly like raining rain, in Gotham. Yeah, it's the always rain. Cloudy. I don't know if it's ever sunny. Well, it's always smoggy. It's always it's always it's just like Gotham. Thing, I guess it just always you think rains. that with that much mm. rain in Gotham, it would pull yeah, some of the smog out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> but no, pulls, it cleans the air. But yeah. it, but then at the upside down shot, you see like his cape flowing in the wind and stuff, and then it cuts like his his boots and like his head, the way he has his heavy steps. Because the way he walks, you know, it ain't how I walk down my school hallway. I'm not gonna walk in a semi power stance. With like a flowing cape behind me, and then adding weight to each of my steps, and then when it gets to that same camera angle, it shows him like up close to the car door, just staring him down. It was funny how he like lays sideways, and you see the camera <laughs> upside down in the car, and he's just like, yeah, like he totally could like, just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then I made a joke to Carlos like. Hello, sir. Do you need any help? <laughs> yeah. That was Are you pretty... okay? <laughs> and then they interrogate him, and <laughs> I forgot that the after after that, that's when we get to the that's... live streams. Well, 
where... Well, because uh, when we get there, we're so sure that, like, this... They got the Spanish wrong, and they say a rat with wings. And they're mm-hmm. like, a penguin's a bird, it's a pigeon. That's close enough, right? And so, then they're interrogating the penguin about how he's the rat, and the penguin's like, oh, what you talking about, dude? That's the worst Spanish I ever heard. But then we get to the scene where um, Batman, like, opens up this computer, um... It cuts and it back shows... and forth between him, like, going to URL. Yeah, and Riddler's live streaming. <laughs> I want to talk, talk about that live stream, because obviously we like to make fun of the whole live streaming stereotype, like, subscribe to my channel and follow me on Patreon and click that bell for notifications, hit smash that like button, mm-hmm. share with your friends. Download the video. <laughs> yeah. But in this one, he like, you just see the viewer count for some reason just increase. It's not the viewer count, it's the view count. Oh, yeah. Because it's it's not even viewers, it's It's views on a live video steadily increasing into like 5,000. And then it comes back to it later and he's like, he's got some 500 followers. It's like, what I have. And, you... and that was the other thing. You see, like, riots in the streets of people like, the Riddler's right. And it's like, he's got 500. Yeah, I know. You'd think that if <coughs> someone blew up like that, it'd be like... Got some chips in the back of my mouth. Especially with how news is nowadays. I thought he had, like, thousands of followers. Yeah, you would think, but no. no. Mm-hmm. Just 500 and, like, six or whatever. So then... I actually want to talk about my favorite shot film, and it's a very short one too. But it was the scene after when so because I, you know how Selena rips to... that camera off her eye. Yes. After like being like, okay, I can't oh, do this the, anymore. Are you, are you there? Yeah. Like, written on a piece of cardboard above the lens. Mm-hmm. That and, was a neat detail. Yeah, that was pretty good, and you know Selena like kind of asks Batman to to meet up with him. And then it immediately cuts to that shot of the city, and Batman's the one kind of blurred, and it just showcases the actual, like, Gotham. There was a lot of depth of field playing with that, like, what's in focus and what's mm-hmm. out of focus and they, they'd in the different the shots. Shot a lot. Yeah. But they would do it so subtly where it's not like, we're gonna train it on this for a long time, and then slowly... Because they filter it out and like do this. And instead it's like, it snaps in such a way that you don't really notice it. It's because they, they timed it perfectly to where they would put a detail and then your mind would be like, looking on the screen where that detail is. And then by the time you move your eyes, like while you're moving your eyes, it switches. And you're like, it's right there. And usually there's like something to draw you. to like... If you're focusing on something in the like left a, side like of the a, shot, like and the, lo- the right side of the shot is out of frame, mm-hmm. like something will move from the left to right side as the camera focus like shifts mm-hmm. between the depth of field, so it like draws your eyes to whatever you focus. The cinematography was really good. It was, in this a, movie. It was a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Like they did really well. They, 
I making was, it into a movie. I will admit, when I <laughs> when I agreed to go watch this Batman movie, I had very low hope. Yeah. Because of like the string of DC comic movies being not DC good. is very inconsistent when it comes because if you think about it, they start off really good with their very first Superman movie with Christopher Reeve and Michael Keaton Batman, and then as those movies got sequels, they dipped in quality and. I thought like, people liked The Dark Knight. No, no, I'm talking about, like, the other, the sequel to, like, the Mike, no, The Dark Knight was Christian Bale. Oh, sorry. Michael Keaton was the one with the Batman 89 and stuff. And so then the movie that killed the franchise was the one with Arnold in it, it with <laughs> Mr. Freeze. So bad. And then it got rebooted into Batman Begins in those movies. And those movies were very good. And then they decide to reboot again a new DC universe directed by Zack Snyder. That was so bad. And then that was like the only like current DC movie I have seen was Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. Which was when I see Superman snap someone's great. neck, that's not a very something I want to see. Ah yes, peace, justice, and the American way. Snap. <laughs> I just call That's him, what Superman is supposed to represent is peace, justice, and the American truth, way. Truth, justice, and truth, the American justice, way. Sorry. Yeah. Like, those are his three core things. Yeah, but then he snaps the guy's neck. He's like, ah, oh, yes, truth, justice, and the American way. Like, snap! So, like, here's the thing. I want to give more context to, context to the scene. So, he has another Kryptonian in a chokehold. And because it's a Kryptonian, they can shoot lasers. And there's this family right there, and so the, he starts shooting lasers at the wall, and the lasers, the lasers is tr closing in, and instead of just flying upwards, <laughs> or just like moving him to the left, or yeah. Something. What he instead does is just snap his neck. Instant gratification. Instant gratification. One hundred percent success rate. Mm. Yeah, he sees us like. They're hit or miss sometimes. But... The first Wonder Woman movie was okay. That was really good, actually. The second one was not... The second one wasn't great. Chris no. Pine was still funny, though. Chris Pine's really funny. Yeah, he does a great job with everything he's in. And P Pedro Pascal as Let's well. Let's see. Uh, what? We're getting off track. Batman. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> I was going to start talking about Chris Pine movies. And I was like, no, we can't do that. We need to talk about Batman. <laughs> why we're here. Yeah. Uh... What do we have anything else we really want to talk about? I I guess we I got a few things the, we can bring up. Well, I mean, we're probably at like close to two hours here with the drive. <laughs> Maybe an hour and a half. Maybe we should wrap it up then. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. do we have anything we need to talk about? Um, if you would rank it, I guess. In um, terms of like, no, just, just rate the just movie like, a, like a number, one, a number rate, like one out of ten. Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess if I'm rating it on a cinematography standpoint, I'm like mm, probably an eight and a half. Yeah, but like there was a lot of plot armor, and yeah. they survived this, and like shoehorning the plot along, mm -hmm. so the plot felt kind of weak. But the twists were good, mm -hmm. the shots were really well done. So I would say maybe seven and a half to eight and a half, something yeah. in there. Well, depending on what the criteria is. 
Mm-hmm. Well, for me, you know, Batman's always been like one of my favorite characters. Yeah, of all Batman times. is your. He's my favorite DC hero. My favorite Marvel hero hero is Spider Man. Um, but when it comes to Batman, it, it was just the one character from DC, him and Superman, that just always stuck with me all the time. And that's why I kind of feel bad for Superman because we haven't had a Superman movie, a good Superman movie, in a very long time. But for this movie it's specifically, hard to, it's hard to do stuff with Superman. I think you'd be surprised, but um, I think as a whole, I would give the movie a nine point five because even because my only big issue with it is the plot armor stuff. Like this person should have died from this, or this person definitely a lot should of not. Of but um this was like the first batman movie where you kind of explore the psychology of the character and it showcases how like mentally unstable he is at certain points in the movie how he chooses the live action movies anyway I know yeah they touch up on that a lot the animated mm-hmm. ones. yeah the animated ones showcase it multiple times but this is the first live action one where you actually see him lose control multiple times like with when with the Riddler interrogation scene when he's like punching the glass multiple times or instead of tactically and stealthily taking down the guys with the guns one by one he just goes right through them that was another detail that I want to add real quick so many superhero movies it's like they're up against a a group of guys and they're like let's all attack them one at a time but in this case it was very apparent that he could be outnumbered in mm-hmm. certain fights, he would get the crap kicked out of him because they would rush him, and he would have to slowly work them out one at a time as yeah. they all came out of the group. So, nine point five from Carlos. Micah, uh, I say, a movie for a movie in general, I give it an eight and a half. I, I'd say compared to other Batman movies. Oh, other Batman movies. It's, compared it's, to it's, it's like. Yeah, like ten out of ten. <laughs> Compared to other Batman movies, yeah, because the other ones That's are kinda the hard. ones just kind of like. Well, I mean, some of them are really good. Just let some, him get his thoughts out. Some Batman movies are like, yeah, that was good, but there's other ones that are like, uh, and then there's just like a lot of kind of like that was okay, I guess Batman movies. So, eight point five. Your final answer? Eight point five. Nice. So that averages. Is- out to about a eight eight and a half. Eight. eight and a quarter. Eight. Eighteen out of ten. Eighteen out of ten. Best movie of all time. <laughs> no. So well, I guess that's it. Yeah.